masterclass as well. Uh, so please help me in welcoming Mr. Tony Wilson. How are you, Tony? Yeah, thank you. Great to see you again. Good to see you. Now uh, we're talking about a book that you've just recently written called uh, "You Are Enough." Right. Um, so uh, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of what that's all about very soon. But before we do that, why don't we talk a little bit about your story and how you got to this point of writing the book? Well, I must say that it's probably all your fault. Ah. <laughs> all right, I'll take the blame. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Um, well, you know, I met you in Hawaii and was so impressed with you and what you were doing with my movies that you know, I came back home and I signed up for USM. And, of course, with USM, you have to make a mind. No, you're you're uh, given the opportunity to make a mind movie. And my mind movie said that my book is a bestseller. But I didn't have a book. And so I figured if my book is going to be a bestseller, that maybe I should get busy writing one. And so basically what I did, I do training um, in various places. And I have a core training that I do. So I, the book really was taking the training that I do and I put it as if I was talking to somebody. Wow. Uh, so that was the start. But it was all because of you. <laughs> so, uh, so tell me about some of the training that you do. Like what type of training and who are you working with? Well, I work with anybody who opened the door. Um, I, I work with, uh, do some work in the school system. One of the things I have a regular engagement with the human service students at the community college, uh, talking to them about how to avoid, avoid burnout. I work with the job training program, working with people who are unemployed and underemployed helping them to get the right mindset because a lot of times if they don't change their mindset they just repeat the same thing over and over again. Um, I work with, I have a contract with the Department of Human Services so I work with their staff trying to keep them grounded so that they can provide a better service. So um, prisons, I do some work in the prisons, the same thing. Really everybody is looking for hope and that's really what the book is all about and that's what all my work has been about. Right. So, um, so you've obviously done work before you, you came to USM. So what, what's your background with all the, the, the personal development type of information? Um, I started, I'm a retired school teacher, so I taught elementary school for several, for 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and this really saw that people were lacking hope. And so I started putting stuff together. I have two master's degrees, and one of them I'm real proud of, and I'm going to talk about that one. But it's an MSU, the Masters of Making Stuff Up. And so... <laughs> So I took that and really started creating training that I could work with people to help them regain that sense of hope and, and self-confidence. And so just over a period of time, then I would read something and it would read, lead me down one rabbit hole. So I've, I've been reading and studying. Um, Joe Dispenza has been one of the people that's really helped out. Bruce Lipton, Joe Vitale, and all those people. I've been reading all this stuff for years. Um, the Secret, you know, read that and saw the movie when it came out. So really I just take the best of everything and... I believe one of the advantages I have as an elementary school teacher or a former elementary school teacher is I can take complicated things and simplify them. So I, I really just have taken all this stuff um, and put it in the language that people could understand and apply it. And it's the application part that really makes a difference. Right. So what do you think is the, uh, the main cause behind people not having hope? I think they have forgotten who they are. And that's one of the things I start off with and helping them understand that they're a child of the Creator, they're divine individuals, and as being divine, there's nothing that they're incapable of doing. So really getting a good foundation so they can understand the power that they have, because most people, many people, feel powerless over their situation. Right. 
Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, we have, I think it's life experience and programming from when we're children and a whole bunch of things that can contribute to that. Um, so, so tell me about the book. So what is the first step that people would take to being able to build more hope in their life again? Well, it really starts off with who they are, you know, and it's the connection with understanding who you are. And the book came about, the title of the book came about, um, it was going to be titled uh, There's No Place Like Home because the presentation I do really talks about the same thing, going back to a child, a baby, and, you know, a dry, fed, napped baby will be calm and content and peaceful. So I started there before just to help them understand who they were in their essence and then building from them from there. And then I go on to talk about, the, you know, the, the cycle where everything starts with a thought and the thought leads to a feeling, the feeling leads to action, there's a consequence. And so help them understand that um, how life works. And once they understand how life works, they're better able to use it to their advantage. Right. So, um, so tell me some of the uh, like with some of the people that you've worked with. Um, what are some of the differences that you've seen in them when they're applying? So, I'm, I'm assuming you have a system that people that people apply. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's really a, I do a series with the job training program. I do a, a series of four classes, two hours, and one of the things that um, I really struggled with when I was going through USM and my movies, you'd always talk about getting in this happy place, and I yeah. couldn't. You know, I was always struggling to get in this happy place. And then I was reading some uh, a book by uh, Esther Hicks called Asking It Is Given, and she has this emotional guidance skill in that book. And really, I, when I found that, I could have I had people practice, you know, where do you want to be on the scale? A lot of them want to be around joy and passion and enthusiasm. I would have them practice that for a week and then come back and talk about it. And as they did that, I mean, uh, the class I had last night, it was the third week out of four, uh, the lady came in initially at 22, which is hopelessness, uh, depression, uh, and so, and through this whole process, she has ended up at a one, which is joy and appreciation and knowledge, and just by applying that, her life is, by changing the way she felt, which is the happy place, then things, she was, those things were attracted to, to her, so it's really the practical application, but that that helped me. Uh, figure out how to get in this happy place and what it's, you know, and how to help other people do it without being real complicated. Yeah, because that's the thing. I think that uh, once we get into this higher vibrational uh, space, it's easier for us to be in flow. It's easy for things to be attracted to us. It's easy for us to be able to see the solutions um, because when we're in these lower vibrations, all we see is, is you know, the, the situation that we're in. So I think that's really important. Um, so can you share maybe some, like a practical exercise that someone who's watching the show right now might be able to apply to be able to help to either, you know, to get them to the next level or get them out of the place that they're in right now? Well, I think the best thing to do, and I ask you for permission to use your tool, is to look at the things that they don't want because mm. a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what they do want. But if you start off looking, making a list of the things that you don't want and then as, a, as an alternative, then in, right next to it, write the things that you do want. So that's just clarifying. I mean, it's hard to know where you're going if you don't know, if you don't have a goal. So that's, that's I think that would be the, the first thing I would do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing. I mean, we're very, I mean, we all can identify what we don't want. If we're in a place in life where, where we're not getting the optimal results, normally it's a result of all these things that have happened. We're like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't want that to happen. Um, but then, you know, to be able to change them around into something positive is uh, is always something, you know, an amazing thing. And you work, do you still work with kids? I do. Um, I was just at an alternative school today, actually. Um, it's really interesting how all this stuff works. I was at an alternative school, and unfortunately, um, one of the students there um, and her mother were murdered last night. And so we went into their classroom today, and really, and, and we'd have been working in there for a while, so they knew about the emotional guidance skill. But really, it was really an interesting process because we gave them adult coloring books, and so they were coloring while we were talking about you know life and how, how things happen. And just really, and to watch their emotions rise up the scale. I mean, they they were at a 22 when we went in, and we were feeling much better at the end. But just helping people understand that no matter what the conditions are around you, you still can feel better. And I think that's one of the keys is to live a more unconditional life where you're not letting things around you. As soon as you focus on the things you don't want, that's what shows up. So unless you can change your focus, then you're stuck. Exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, obviously, that's a that's a terrible situation. And of course, you're going to be feeling sorrow and, and uh, you know, and being very sad about it. Mm -hmm. um, but then, uh, you know, to be able to then gradually get yourself up the scale. Right. So that, uh, you know, and then, you know, and I think one of the, maybe you agree with this, one of the fastest ways I find to do that is, is gratitude. So focusing on what was amazing about this student, you know, mm -hmm. what did we like about this student. Um, so, yeah. And that was the exercise we did. We asked them how we, they th how they thought she would like them to remember her, and so we talked about that. And so yeah. really, it changed the focus from something negative to something to something positive, because right. it, you know, whatever you focus on is what grows. And so, yeah, cool. So tell me what uh, what what is the main message of your book, and and who are the type of people that could really benefit from reading it? Well, if you're living and breathing, <laughs> you can benefit from it. But it really is about uh, like I said, understanding who you are, and then there's, there are practical steps about how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And so it's all, there's, like I said, the, the, I call it the home presentation. It just shows you how we started out, and then I give them an exercise in there about a traffic light, you know, what happens, you know, a car comes to the intersection, and the first thought is they're a jerk, and you get angry, and you cuss, and do all these things, and run out into what I call the yard, which is a negative state of mind. We go back and replay that, because um, everybody's had an experience at, the, at a stoplight, and we replay it, and it's their neighbor, Miss Johnson, this time. And so their first thought is, I hope, you know, Miss Johnson's all right, and they're feeling compassion, and so they call them on the phone, so they end up staying in, in, a, in a much more grounded place. But just a real simple way to show them, uh, just by changing the way you look at things and think about things, everything changes, everything changes. And then even uh, talking about the real stress, you know, thoughts produce these chemicals, these neurochemicals, so stressful thoughts, you're going to have a stressed out body, you're more prone to illness, and so just letting let people see the consequence of you know, what they're thinking and what they're doing. Mm, absolutely. And I think you, what you, you just sort of hit the nail on the head there because you're talking about stopping for a moment. Stopping for a moment and then choosing right, right. what your response is going to be rather than reacting emotionally. Instead of being the victim, you know, they can create what they, the, the life they want just by being aware. 
Yeah, and I think too, we, we if we can change our perspective on how we see something, because there's always we always see it from a, a specific point of view. But then you go, well, that's one way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. But how is another way that we can look in, at it and make up um, and tr choose a version mm -hmm. of a perspective of that story that's actually going to be empowering for us and actually help us, rather than something like you just said that makes us a victim. Right. Just like you know, with quantum physics, they talk about there's unlimited possibilities, and so. If I, I I just need to pick the one I want. If I don't like this one, let's pick another one. And, and it's just really amazing how they how you know science and, and spirituality is all tied together now. So you can really talk about this stuff. But it's yeah. really letting people know they have a choice, and that's I think that's that's a big that's a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you, and that's the thing. I don't think we're ever truly in control because I think there there is a, a divine uh, entity outside of us that really you know has, has everything going on. Um, but we can influence the outcomes in our life, right. and we can influence some of the positive things that come into it if we're living in a place of flow because right. we're in a higher vibration most right. of the time. Yeah. Yes, we're on the same page, Tony. I love that. <laughs> So, um, so where can if we want to send people to, to connect with you or to, to purchase the book, where can we send them to do that? I have a webpage. It's called MrTonyWilson.com. Mm -hmm. You can purchase the book on that site. Uh, it's, there's a paperback and also a Kindle version. So, if you want to go to Amazon or who, who you you are enough, you can find it there also. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Tony. I, I really appreciate all the work that you're doing. You know, like you said, in jails, with unemployed, with children, um, you're truly living a, a great life of service, and I and I really appreciate you for that. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> so, guys, I encourage you, please share this video and get the word out about Tony and his book. You can do like that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, you can click on the banner either to the side or underneath this video to go through to Tony's uh, website. And uh, make sure that you leave your email if you haven't done so already so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thank you.